Welcome to Awakening Divine Wildness, hosted by inspirational speaker and best-selling author, Mal Duane. Mal invites you to embrace your divine wildness with powerful conversations with visionary women. Listen in and learn how to move from pain and heartache to forgiveness and freedom so you can live the life you deserve. I am so excited to have today's guest because she is one of my most favorite gurus. I mean, this girl has mastered how to produce a podcast. She not only helps me with awakening divine wildness, but so many of the luminaries and the light workers that I admire, she does their shows. So I feel so blessed to have Shan Vandalik on today. And I want to tell you a little bit about this woman. She is magical. She's a force of nature. She's guiding women through life-altering transformation, voice reclamation, and anxiety coaching. She's a multi-passionate entrepreneur, a teacher, voice talent, award-winning podcaster, best-selling author, and former television advertising executive. You can learn more about Sean at SeanVangelique.com. But I want to tell you something. This lady has been doing this for a long time. And she has two highly successful podcasts on air now, Anxiety Slayer and The Sacred Life. So, Shan, you got to tell us all how you put together those fabulous award-winning shows and let the audience know how they can start to create a podcast. Oh boy, are we lucky to have you today. Oh, thank you, Mel. I'm so grateful to be a guest on your fantastic show and to get to see you. Even though it's not sitting across from you, it feels that way when I can see your beautiful face on video and and uh, join you today to talk about podcasting. And I've been at, at this now for 10 years. Can you believe it? You're like a pioneer. It feels like that some days. And uh, because of that uh, long history, about halfway into it, I thought, gosh, I've had so many of the women in my peer groups ask me about podcasting and how did I start and, and what would I recommend and lots of conversations about feeling like it's all too much, feeling like the technology is overwhelming and I had plenty of people asking me that it was enough to uh, to give me that that little nudge to start a business, and and so I started Podcast Bath. Before that, I was doing voice work at the television station, and before that, at the radio station when I was in college. So my voice work was able to uh, you know come forward as well. So I got to do the voice work that I love, help people put podcasts together, which is so fun and easy for me to do, and then of course continue creating my own podcast with Anxiety Slayer and This Sacred Life. It's just so much fun. I'm doing exactly what I want to be doing and supporting so many wonderful women like yourself and bringing their voices forward and sharing their gifts with the world. Well, I know when I wanted to start a podcast, it was a very overwhelming concept to me. Even though I'm a very techno-savvy chick, this was an arena that I wasn't familiar with. I wasn't familiar with the software, the hardware. And I was like, oh, holy crap, what do I do now? And then you came into my life 
you took me by the hand and you said, girl, we've got this. And ever since then, it has been seamless. It has been easy. Um, I, I so look forward to doing my shows because it's not challenging for me. And so many people ask me, how do you do a podcast? What do you use? How do you get started? Oh, my God. And I said, I'm going to do a show on this with Shan. And we're going to let the world know how to start a podcast. Because so many people have beautiful work, beautiful messages they want to bring forward. But they don't know where to begin. So, girl, how do we'll we start? there? Start? Yeah, the, you know, you start with, uh, with having uh, an inspiration, something that you want to share more about, something that lights you up in a way that you just really feel like you want to shout it from the rooftops, and you get clear about that. You know, who is it that I want to talk to? What message is it that, that I want to share? And for example, Anxiety Slayer, my co-host Ananga and I both decided we wanted to do anything we possibly could to take the, the fear and discomfort out of feeling anxious and how could we bring that forward and how could we support these folks and 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 here we are all these years later continuing to do so so what is it that that you can share with the world what are your gifts what are your talents I often work with authors and writers who have content several books uh, all kinds of information that may be five years old, 10 years old, maybe even more so. And it's all this great content that can be repurposed into these podcasts because just because something was created years ago doesn't mean it's not of value today. So that's one way that you can bring things forward. The techno side, the technology side, that's just a matter of following some steps and rules and and being trained. And I do that very, very well. I make the process fun. So really, Mal, all you need is a computer and a microphone and a way to record your voice. Those are the only three things that you need to get started. There's all all different choices of microphones and computers and and ways to record. Most of my clients have Apple computers, which uh, puts them in a spot where they pretty much have everything built in and then they just decide which mic they want. Uh, PC people uh, just need to use a, a little bit of a different recording software and again, have a mic. So it's it's really that simple. The, the other pieces that, that I help with are making sure that your pre-production is nice and smooth, meaning that you're recording in a place that isn't super noisy, that you have a good, quiet space, that you're set up properly, that your levels, your audio levels, all those kinds of things are, are taken care of at the front of the process before you get into the recording piece. If you have guests, there's a little bit of house cleaning that you do there, you know, housekeeping, not cleaning, (laughs) Uh, to make sure that we don't have little ones in the room or pets or things going on outside that might be making a whole bunch of noise, stuff like that. It's just really a matter of paying attention to your environment because you want to have a nice, clean sound. And once you've decided what you want to talk about and what the format is, because that's one of the things that I do in the very first strategy session is get really, really down and drill down into the message and who we're speaking to and who you're going to be marketing to and are you ready do you have a platform do you have a website do you have social media do you have some things in place so that you're when you do create your podcast 
you have somebody to talk to, you have a newsletter, those kinds of things. Because if you don't, you might want to be building some of those foundational pieces before you start podcasting. That's a beautiful point because so many people ask me, I want to get started. Yeah. They realize they've got to have that a podcast is building on something. It's another tier in delivering your message. It may not be the best first place to go, but maybe once you've got the Facebook, an Instagram, a newsletter going, then add that podcast into the mix. I think that's a great point, which I don't think I've said to people, I've said, oh, I've got the girl for you. You want to do one. But that's right. You you need to have something going on and then add the podcast to the distribution of the message. Right. I also right. love the fact that you work with women like me, kind of a beginner in all of this, you know, a couple of books out building a platform and then you have New York Times best-selling authors like Christine Carlson with a mega following so you've got people you know on all different levels which yeah. the reason why I bring that up is I don't want someone to think well I have to be famous or you know I've got to be a mega star to do it you don't but you do have to have something going on out there in social media so that you do have an audience you've got a target right. Right. And, and and a website makes sense and a newsletter probably makes sense. And if you don't have all of those things, that's okay. Those are things, you know, again, because I've been in business now for myself for 13 years, those are, those are things that I've done for multiple businesses for myself. So certainly there's some direction that I can give at that point, but generally during our free consultation, that stuff comes up and then we get clear about what next steps are. And I'm not shy about saying it's not time for me yet. It's time for some of these items first and then come back around and then, and then we'll talk. Wonderful. Wonderful. So you have mentioned before we started the show that the industry is changing. It's exploding. (laughs) And I see that because everybody reaches out to me, how do we get started? And then Apple is switching things up. So let's talk about, Apple, and then some of the other distribution options available. Sure. Well, the uh, like all technology, the podcasting side of the world, everything changes every five minutes, it seems. So you really need to stay on top of it. And, you know, it's an, another reason why uh, so many of my clients keep me on after the initial launch phase is because I'm paying attention to that stuff and keeping them apprised of what's going on. So iTunes, after 18 years, is going to be phased out, and Apple Podcasts, the subscription service, is going to be taking over all of the all of the iTunes piece. And iTunes was, gosh, until a short time ago, and, and is still a, a big player. Don't don't get me wrong, but Apple Podcasts and iTunes together are still at the top of the directory list. There's still, if you want to do a show, you really need to be at, on Apple Podcasts, and now you're seeing players like Spotify come in to the game and they are making millions of dollars in investments to go right up against and challenge Apple Podcast. You have all kinds of podcast apps on all kinds of you know, options for your iPhones or for your Android, Android phones. Uh, Stitcher is a, one of the platforms that we use that you use now so that people can just stream your podcast if they don't want to download it. Uh, 
But Spotify, I got to tell you that Spotify has been the biggest challenger so far as I look over the landscape of the last 10 years. And certainly when Anxiety Slayer went over to Spotify, we saw a lot of new listeners come in. We were really grateful for that. You have to have your podcast feed distributed to all these places. The good news is if you're on Apple Podcasts for a while, your feed is going to get picked up by a number of directories automatically. But one of the things that I do when I work with you is make sure that your feed is sent to some of these top places so that we don't wait around for it to happen. We, we make it happen. Mm-hmm. And, and that's important because not everybody, even though the, the, the preponderance or the majority of people listening are listening on Apple Podcasts, there's a whole bunch of people who aren't, about 40% who aren't. And they're in all different places. So we want to be sure that they can listen to us as well. Now, you mentioned that Apple, Apple Podcasts will become memberships. So will they be charging now? For well, yeah, they're subscription-based already. And, and so they've had, they've had iTunes and Apple Podcasts um, you know, living in the, in the same world. And now what they're going to do is they're just going to eliminate iTunes altogether and everything will be available at Apple Podcasts. People will still be able to subscribe and rate and review and listen for free. And then they'll also have subscription services like Pandora or like Spotify. That's, they got into that game when they realized, you know, as soon as, as Pandora uh, came on uh, the scene and, you know, followed by Spotify and some others, they started to see that their number of downloads, people used to pay like 99 cents a dino- uh, download at iTunes for music. And I can tell you, I was one of those people. I have over 9,000 songs on, a, on an iPod. <laughs> That you know, iPods aren't even used really anymore. But uh, but I still have lots of music on mine, and it still works, and it's set up in a little Bose setup. And and a lot of those, not all of them were were bought, of course, but uh, a lot of those were imported CDs uh, from back when people listened to CDs. So all of that changed. People were no longer spending ninety nine cents or a dollar twenty nine to download. They were willing to pay ten dollars a month or whatever the charge is to listen to as much as they wanted, as often as they wanted, and without advertising. Oh, boy. Now, we use an application called Podbean. Mm -hmm. What does Podbean actually do? Is that like a distribution channel? Yeah, it's a a media host. And there are a number of of different ones that are available. Um, Podbean is the one that I like. It's the one I've been using for 10 years and one of the reasons why I like it so much is it's so incredibly user-friendly for my client base. You know, there's Libsyn, there's Blueberry, there's, there's even more technical uh, media hosts available. But this is uh, easy access, easy to edit, easy to get around, and you still get your statistics. You still know where your listeners are from. You still have everything that you need. And they keep growing and improving uh, with, with age and offering more and more services. So yeah. And Podbean is also a directory. So when I listen to podcasts on my phone now, I use a Podbean app because I'm an Android phone person. Um, everything else in my life is Apple except for my phone. <laughs> and that's because I had so much set up through Google and it was going to be a nightmare to change things over. So I just stayed with it. And I really like Android. And so every time I listen to your podcast or any of my clients' podcasts or my own, if I'm checking sound or checking comments and those kinds of things, I go right to that app. And so most people, if you have an iPhone, Apple Podcasts is built right in. They're very smart like that, right? So 
that's where people will find. But you also have a number of different apps that you can choose from to listen in. So it's just, it, it's, there's so much information. But for new podcasters, that, you know, what, what you really need to be mindful of is what is your message? What story is it that you have to tell? And if you're ready to come forward to know that it really is simple and I make it turnkey, 30 days or less if you want. And it doesn't have to be that quick. But you can get this done and launched and out in the world on Apple Podcasts in 30 days or less. And I, I make know. I'm living proof. Yes, you are. And so I've been doing it now, uh, I think, a little over two years. And really, no major hiccups. I, I, I honestly can't think of a time that I have been so challenged that I've had to message you like in an emergency or something and say, you know, something, there's a glitch. I don't think it's ever really happened. Yeah. Um, now, professional intros and outros. What are your thoughts on those? I think, <laughs> but I'd like to know what you think, Professor. Yeah, you know, it's really a personal choice. And, and of course, because I am voice talent, because I love doing voice work and voiceovers, I always offer that service for both uh, the introduction and then the call to action at the end of the show. I think it sets you apart. I think it's very professional. I think they have to be shorter and sweeter maybe than they used to be. A lot of people want to get right to the meat of the podcast. So we, we keep it nice, short, and sweet. It also allows you to have royalty-free music, that theme music that ties things together. And I've got a great set of pipes. I love to use my voice. And so I highly recommend it. But then on the other side, if that doesn't feel right for you, you can absolutely open your show just right from, you know, right from the get-go without any music if you don't want music. Or you can have some music play and then turn it down and flow into the opening of your show. Is there a preferred length of time for a podcast? I mean, I'm an avid person for listening to podcasts in my car. And so, I mean, there are some that are 15, some that are 30, some that are longer. What do you recommend for someone starting out? What's a good length? Well, starting out, if you're doing an interview format style, I recommend around 30 minutes. And if you're doing a teaching style where you're the one showing up and, and teaching and sharing, that anywhere from you know 10 to 15 minutes in length, unless you have a real juicy topic to dive into. What I've learned is a number of people have told me over the years, you know, I really don't have the time to listen to something that's an hour longer or more than that. But if but if they love you, if they're interested in what it is you have to say, they can always pause it and come back to finish. Or you can break it into two parts, which I do with a lot of my clients is they have this great interview. It went really long and we have a, a, the ability to edit it into two pieces, do a little bit of voice work to let people know it's part one and part two. But uh, you know, Mel, everybody's different. If you've got an hour long drive, an hour-long podcast isn't going to be a big deal, and uh, but what I've what I've found is that thirty-minute point is is a sweet spot for interviews. If it's more of a storytelling, uh, people will stick around even longer if they're really into it. And podcasts have changed so much; there's so many different genres. Now, if somebody's starting out, <clears throat> and this is probably applicable to to you know anybody that's a year or two, you know doing a podcast. Mm -hmm. 
What would you recommend as the three best ways for them to promote it? Oh, that's a good question. Well, I think that one of the first things that gets overlooked quite often is to make sure that you are getting on other people's shows. One of the things that I've noticed you've been doing more of lately, Mal, is being interviewed by others when, you know, since your most recent book came out and making sure that you're reaching out to these folks who are doing podcasts that are, you know, in the same genre, that there are folks that are just starting out. There are ones who are kind of mid-range and ones who are really big and have a big audience. You're going to grow your podcast audience by spending time on other people's shows. I think it's also really important that you use your individual podcast episodes similar to a blog post. So on your website, if you were a blogger, you would have a particular subject matter. And like in your case, Mal, if you're sharing a podcast twice a month, then I would recommend that twice a month, you have show notes and your podcast on your blog and that you're sharing from your blog. Because as beautiful as it is to have all of this content out there in these different directories, it's even better if we're driving traffic to you, to your business, to your blog, to your uh, content and free gifts and, and those things. So your own blog. And, um, and then certainly if you have a, a newsletter that you have a following, and it doesn't have to be a huge following, they need to be communicated with. They need to know who you're speaking with next, what topic you're going to be talking about, what they can learn when they listen in, keep out in front. And certainly social media, I mean, it, it's, it goes on and on and on. And as much as I love social media, and it is important, uh, in my opinion, your own newsletter, your own website, uh, and, and sharing your voice amongst other podcasts, you know, on other radio shows and podcasts and so that those folks are talking about you as well. That really opens things up even more. Um, I'm good at a couple of those, not all of them. We'll get there. We'll get <laughs> there. Work in progress. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, look, at, we, what I have found is you can't do everything starting out. You, no. you know, you, you do. I try to do everything that you suggest. And then I ask you, what should I do next? And then I start to look at that and formulate a plan. Right. So it's for someone that's just starting out. I, I want to emphasize: you can't be do all of this at once. You're going to build. Yeah, and you it's a it. it's a long distance marathon. You know, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. I know you've been at it ten years. Yeah. Six million downloads on Anxiety Slayer. Yeah, wow. and the thing is, is that you know we didn't talk at all about monetizing, but one of the things that we've been able to to do with Anxiety Slayer is monetize it because. You know, every month, um, I just looked at my stats this morning, in the month of July, we had 150,000 downloads just for one month, right? And so those people um, are exposed to not only the content that we give them for free in our podcast, but also if we sponsor it with our uh, Anxiety Slayer Academy, we invite people to the Academy for a free course. And then when they do that, they become a part of our list, a, a part of our, you know, people who want to hear from us via our newsletter. And then they also get to know about special offers on our online courses. And so we've been able to monetize it, talking to the group who know, like, and trust us the most and sharing what we know they're interested in because they're writing us to tell us what they want us to talk about. 
And, and so we're answering that and we're creating courses for that. And so that's a, that's a nice piece as well, because not everybody's doing podcasting as a hobby. A lot of people want to be able to monetize it. And there's a number of ways that you can do that. Boy, that's exciting. 150,000 downloads a month. What do you think? <laughs> one of those like top, let's just say maybe like one of the top 10 on Apple or one of the top 50, what do you think their downloads might be a month? Oh, they're huge. They're, you know, I'd be guessing right now if I gave you a number, it's, it's far higher than ours is for sure. So when, especially if you have somebody that's a, a celebrity that's showing up that uh, had, you know, oodles and oodles of money to make the investment and people to promote it and create it and do all the things that they do. Because on the other side of this big, big success is, the average number of downloads per podcast average across all podcasts in the universe right now is about 154 per episode. So you have to start somewhere and, and you celebrate every single download and then you learn, okay, how can I grow this? How can I bring in new listeners? How can I get, my information out there even more? Are there, is there anything I need to change to grow that, to change that, to, to bring that up? Or am I happy with that? It's kind of like when you start out a newsletter and you have your, you know, your first hundred subscribers, that's a big deal to be celebrated. And then you grow on that. Wow. This is fascinating. I mean, you have nailed this program that you offer of of helping someone get started, get online, start to build the momentum. Um, and you've just made it so easy that anyone who really wants to do this can. Yeah. You have a wonderful free gift for our listeners um, that, you know, you have as a download on your site. Would you be so kind as to tell them what, how they can get it and what sure. they're going to get? Absolutely. You can visit podcastbath.com. And I have a free gift that's how to create your recording studio for under 50 bucks because I want people to know how easy it is to get started, to get set up. And it includes some recommendations for microphones and different recording software and, and, and uh, just a nice little place to start. While you're there, you can also set up a free consultation, free 15 minutes. We'll talk about whatever it is you like and uh, get your, get your toes in there and, uh, and have a conversation to learn more. And just remember that if you do decide to go this way, and let's say I'm the person that you want to partner with, everything will be covered. Your artwork, your music, your voiceover, your media host, your launch strategy, content for your website, all of it, all of it <laughs> comes in my signature program. It's all there. Well, I know I wouldn't be online doing this if it weren't for you. I know that. Well, thank you, Mel. It's a pleasure yeah, to work with you, you. You inspire me, you teach me, and you support me and, and keep me going. So I'm so grateful for having met you and the ability to work with you. And I can't recommend you enough to other people, authors, coaches, wellness people that want to get online and have a podcast. You're the way to go, girl. Oh, thank you, Mel. And Thanks for having me on your show today. It's wonderful to have you today, dear. Thank you so much. 
I really, really appreciate you. Thanks for listening to Awakening Divine Wildness. Be sure to visit brokenopen-book.com to get a copy of Mal's new best-selling book, Broken Open, Embracing Heartbreak and Betrayal as Gateways to Unconditional Love. And for a limited time, you can get over 40 transformational gifts from Mal's launch partners. Claim all of this goodness at brokenopen-book.com.